Hey, this is Steve-O from Clipwing and In Two Months, and I want to invite you down to the Beer Boutique at 910 Region Avenue. We're your premier destination for all malted beverages in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Pride ourselves in providing a unique experience for each person who walks through our doors. So whether it's local, craft, succulent cider, or seasonal refreshments, we carry the brands you seek as well as those you've yet to discover. Come see us soon at 910 Region Avenue. That's the Beer Boutique. See you on the other side. Hey everyone, trying something new on the podcast for this episode? I couldn't make an in-person interview happen with the excellently named local metal-slash-hardcore outfit Murder Capital, so I recorded what is basically a conference call with three of the members instead. And I've had a lot of success with recording one-on-one phoners with this recording gear in recent months, but this was definitely something new. So usually I'm, you know, just talking to one person, it's pretty easy to record them on a separate track, but uh, yeah, it's kind of cool to reach out and branch out, I guess, and then try different things. Uh, It opens more doors for the podcast, and I think overall this worked. Sound quality, obviously, isn't as good as it's going to be with a one-on-one in-person conversation, or even a one-on-one phoner, but uh, yeah, I think it worked out. And, you know, this is a great band. You should definitely check out their new EP, The Mortality Model. It's absolutely deadly, and it's a fun conversation. So I hope you enjoy, and I'll probably try this in the future, because uh, I think it worked at least a little bit, and it kind of gives me some more options for recording when I can't meet people in person. So yeah, enjoy the show. Up your ass and get up on the podcast. Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast. Which police radio? Welcome to Which Police Radio. I am trying something new today. Uh, as people who are regular listeners to the show know, I've done a bunch of phone calls or Skype calls, FaceTime, Facebook, whatever you want to call it. Uh, over the past year or so, but this is my first attempt at actually talking to three different people on the same call. So we'll see what the audio sounds like. Uh, I think it'll be all right, but I'm here with uh, three members of Murder Capital. I'm talking to three members of Murder Capital, and I think the best way to kind of get things started is if each of you wants to uh, say your name and what you do in the band, and then listeners can put a name to the voice. Sure. Uh, my name is Ashton. I do all the vocals in the band, all the yelling, screaming, puking into the microphone type stuff. Uh, I do all the lyrics, and uh, yeah, that's basically my role in the band. Uh, I'm Dakota. I play bass and do a bunch of nerdy tech stuff. Cool. <laughs> Jordan, play guitar, uh, sing a little bit. Cool. And who are we missing? <laughs> uh, we're missing Peyton. He's our drummer. And then we have a, an additional guitar player, uh, Cade. Cool, cool. So. Okay, I guess just to like sort of for, to frame this, um, I I first heard of you. I think I think I'd put out like a call saying who should I interview on the show that I haven't had on yet, and a bunch of people recommended you guys. And up to that point, I hadn't heard of you, but I instantly love the name. Obviously, I mean it's a very Winnipeg uh, <laughs> Winnipeg name. So I, I think maybe just start there. Um, I'm surprised that that hasn't been a band yet in Winnipeg because it's just such an obvious kind of local thing to uh, to name a band after. Um, for sure, for sure, yeah. Like, where did that? Yeah, we. Uh... Well, I wanted to, when I was thinking of the name, I wanted to think of a name that kind of like, yeah, re- totally like represented Winnipeg. So I was trying to think things that represent Winnipeg. So like, I was thinking like, well, we can't name it, or name our band like Honey Dill Sauce or Salisbury House or like Winnie the Pooh, right. you know, we were trying to think of cool names. And then uh, Peyton's girlfriend, Alexis, was like, well, isn't like murder capital or isn't Winnipeg the murder capital of Canada? And I was like, bam, right there. That's it. Yeah. Oh, and it works totally. for works for heavy music too, right? Because I mean, the name 
yeah, if you were like a folk band, it might not work so well. But for what you guys do, I right, think it, it right. totally fits. Yeah. There's actually an Irish alternative rock band called The Murder Cap. I saw that when I was looking you guys up. I saw those guys, and uh, they seem pretty popular in Ireland, I guess. But uh, oh, for sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I hate asking this question, and most people hate answering it. But how do you, if someone hears you're in a band and wants to know what you sound like? I mean, what's kind of the short form version you use to describe it? I mean, I listening to your stuff, I have an idea of what it sounds like, and mm-hmm. I mean, you describe it as you know various. Uh, types of metal and hardcore things like that but what's kind of the short form you answer you give if someone says what kind of music do you play uh i would just say like maybe like beat down hardcore okay. i don't know genres genres are so weird nowadays there's just so many and i don't know i guess at our core we're like metal core okay. i guess okay. but do you guys uh, the other guys do you do you agree with that too is that sort of what you think uh the sound is yeah pretty much yes yeah hardcore, like we all kind of came in <laughs> Yeah, like, we all kind of came into the band from, I don't know, with, like, different musical tastes and stuff, and we kind of just all threw it together, so there's all these different elements that kind of fly around, so it's kind of hard to, like, pinpoint it, I suppose. Totally. Yeah, and it's hard for anyone, I think, that like you were saying, there's, there's so many genres out there now, and everyone is, like, a subgenre of a subgenre of a subgenre, something core or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. so, like, but, I mean, is it safe to call you a hardcore band? Or is it? Would oh, you I'd, mean, say, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. I guess where where in the local music scene are you guys coming from? Like, uh, have you guys been in other bands before this that that did anything notable that uh, people might recognize you from? Or this is my first band. Okay. Okay. Ever all time. I'm a straight noob. So. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've I've been playing in bands for a pretty long time. Uh, Probably my two most notable are Commencing Human Desperation and uh, Becoming a King did some pretty cool stuff when I was kicking it with them. Cool. And so, like, um, just, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played guitar in the band Ruins. They were around for, I don't know, a little while. It was okay. pretty cool. Such a sick band. Ruins was bomb. <laughs> so just, again, just like for me to kind of file you away in my head here, um, mm-hmm. what what kind of local bands did you sort of come up being fans of? Because I think that's the easiest way to sort of place people um, it, within Winnipeg's sort of music continuity, right? Like, were there certain mm-hmm. artists that you all kind of went to shows, you know, growing up as teenagers or whatever that, that really inspired you? Or See, I grew up, I actually grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, yeah, so I kind of grew up in the whole like Jacksonville, Florida, like Christian metalcore, hardcore scene. There's a lot. There was back and back then, like down south, the Christian metalcore scene was just like so high, it's so popular. That was like the only shows I attended in oh, Jacksonville because really? that's the that came there. So that's kind of what I grew up into. But so I kind of moved. I moved to Winnipeg, uh, or I was born here, but I moved back here in 2011. Okay. So I feel like I kind of came into the scene kind of kind of late, I guess, for my age, but. Uh, Obviously, Comeback Kid, uh, Withdrawal, uh, Endless Chaos. Sure. Um, yeah, tons, tons, you know, tons of local bands that I saw in Winnipeg that were so sick. So. Yeah. Yeah, mm. probably mine was uh, Dreadnought. Okay. Like, Dreadnought was like a mega oh, inspiration yeah. for me. Uh, Robin actually sold me my first seven string, which was like <laughs> into straight into like kind of that whole seven string death metal. Yeah, metal. yeah deathcore type thing i also got like max effects off him too so that totally threw me in that direction cool what were you up in the top corner there um, <laughs> i guess i wanted 
the big inspiration, I guess, was Slipknot when I saw them in, like, grade six. Okay. And ever since then, I've basically just wanted to play music and thought it was really fucking cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, one thing I've noticed, too, is talking to a lot of, uh, I mean, I talk to bands of all, you know, I talk to folk artists and rappers and country singers or whatever, but a lot of the heavier artists I've talked to uh, over the past little while, they've all kind of pointed to, uh, a lot of them have pointed to new metal as being a thing that really inspired them to get into playing music. And, like, I don't know I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm, I'm like, almost 38. And for me, that, that was, like... It was horrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and so it's kind of cool to see that people who are a bit younger than me, they came up and that was that was what was happening, right, for them. And that, that, then that's turned into all these other cool things that, you know, I kind of, when that stuff first came out, just kind of thought, oh, it's a bunch of shit. But it really right. impacted <laughs> younger younger people and, and really turned into some cool stuff. So, yeah, it, was that a big thing for you guys, too? Uh, I wouldn't say new metal for me. Uh, I was really into Slipknot. Okay, yeah. I know Dakota and Jordan are here are big <laughs> new metal yeah, yeah, nerds. Yeah. Big new metal nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like straight up, like my two like most prized musical items is I have an Ibanez K5 and an Ibanez K7 right. that I was able to track down. But uh, yeah, just like, I don't know, because everything was like, because I did like death metal and stuff, but... What new metal, like the parts of new metal that I really liked was uh, like Korn's album Untouchable okay. had like crazy production on it. And the guitar tones are were like super huge and like, I don't know, like way like stuff that I wasn't like thinking about at the time. And it just like, yeah, yeah. Like when I like the first time I heard new metal or like a new metal band was uh here to stay on ATV Off-Road Fury 3, I think it was, 2 or 3. And I was playing, and I was like, oh, my God. And then it kind of just, yeah, fractaled off from there. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was definitely some cool stuff on some of those. I mean, like, even though, no matter how cheesy and corny some of it was, they, like you said, yeah. the production and some of the guitar playing was super innovative and things too, yeah. So I can see how that influenced people. It's just kind of funny for me looking back at something that I totally hated in high school <laughs> and now all these people like that yeah. do bands that I like, they all were insp- influenced by it. So yeah, it's kind of cool. So what bands were you into then? Oh, I was into I was into like punk rock and reggae and stuff like that. So I wasn't really listening to that oh, much okay. heavy stuff. But cool. but yeah, yeah. So that, that, that kind of was like this whole era of weird, just like, what? why, why would anyone... <laughs> <laughs> Listen to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
get back to your band though. Um, you guys are pretty new, right? I mean, I know you have. Uh, you recently put out a, an album um, a couple months ago, and then other than that, you just have a couple singles, right? Like, how long has the band right. actually been a unit? Uh, me and Jordan started the band. I think it was late 2017, okay. early 2018. We were me and Jordan were starting to kind of get together and kind of get like the skeletons written for a lot of the songs. And then uh, we got we got Peyton in there, and then uh, I got Cade and Dakota to join the band as well to finally complete us. Uh, um, and then yeah, and then we put out uh, we put out the single No Clarity which was our first like big premiere as the band. Uh, I believe that was July 2018, or was it June? I think it was June. Okay. June, yeah, June. And then uh, started playing shows from there. Uh, I think we played somewhere around five or seven shows. And then uh, we, then we started writing for the full EP, our WDP, uh, the Mortality Model. And that dropped uh, just, start, just past December, so... That's a pretty quick turnaround to just do a few months from basically starting to play shows and then just releasing something. Like, were the songs, was it that obvious that you had the sound you wanted and that those songs were the ones you wanted to record? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, we sat on the uh, the skeletons for the songs for a little bit while we started to find members. And as the members came in and uh, as we started to get together and get our ideas together, it just like skyrocketed. Cool. And yeah, we just grinded every weekend getting it all done, so... So, yeah, we spent a lot of weekends out in Morden getting stuff done. <laughs> is that where you guys recorded it? Yeah, uh, that's where that's where yeah, Jordan went. Oh, okay, the, okay. Well, all the instruments and stuff were just recorded in the upstairs of my house. Oh, nice. <laughs> the upstairs has really good tones. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, then I recorded the vocals in Dakota's basement. Okay, okay. So, yeah, this is curious. so fun fact about Murder Capital. Yeah. is so Jordan lives in Morden. I live in Steinbach, Peyton lived in Oakbank, and uh, uh, well, I guess Ashton lives Kildonan, and Cade lives like over like Pemina or whatever. So we're all like super far, so far. from each other. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, <laughs> yeah, so we'd yeah. all just like lock ourselves in Jordan's house for like a weekend type <laughs> deal and just write and try stuff out and jam and eat Chinese food and go crazy. <laughs> How does that oh, work for Chinese food? Is so good. It is. It is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is. is. It is. <laughs> How does that work for playing shows, though? I mean, and just even rehearsing. Like, if you're all sort of spread all over the province. Yeah, it's really tight. It's uh, it's it's all my fault. Uh, my work <laughs> schedule can be very yeah, it can just be awful. So when we want to drive up to Morden to practice, we like practicing in, in Morden or uh, Peyton's basement because Peyton lives out in Oak Bank. Okay, and. Jordan lives out in Morden, so you know it's not it's not really that populated, so we can be loud and no, no one has to worry about it, you know, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. So, yeah, we usually practice there, but with my work schedule, I only get every second weekend off, and I'm working like three to eleven p.m. shifts oh, yeah. during the week. So, like every second weekend that I have off is really the only time I have. So, every second weekend we just go hard, basically. Okay, okay. Try to get a lot of work yeah. done. It is <laughs> kind of nice, like. like just how technology is with music like we can send around demos and guitar profiles and stuff so totally, yeah. everybody knows the material uh, the material when we show up to practice so everything kind of goes smoothly yeah that's cool that's cool so mm. with the short amount of time you've been around and now you've already had the ep out do you feel like the sound has changed dramatically kind of since you wrote those songs because you know usually when you have a new band uh things kind of progress pretty quickly right in terms of 
trying to figure out what sound you want and what direction you want to go in. Like, do those songs on the EP, even though they're super new, still, do they still feel new? Like, do you still feel like that's the present sound of the band or have things moved already beyond that? Uh, we're working on some, uh, some new stuff. There's new, some new stuff starting to roll in. That's sounding uh, a lot heavier, a lot thrashier. Okay. Uh, but I, I don't think it's a dramatic change or anything. I think, I think we kind of got our sound and what we want to sound like. And cool. We're going to keep it at that. Yeah. I feel like we kind of got like the bass down so we can start trying stuff that we weren't necessarily like super confident to try out on the first DP type deal, which is super exciting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's cool. I don't know. It's kind of that, um, I guess, like period in a band where like the sound, the songs sound like comfortable now, live type deal, and it's not mm-hmm. so much like freaking out of like trying to remember parts and like stress, stress, stress. It's just yeah. like having fun at shows at this point, which is super nice. <laughs> yeah, that's good to have that. They get to that point where you're past all of that for sure. Yeah. So, what is kind of the. Uh... What's the what are the plans for the future of this band? Like, how soon do you think you're going to be releasing a follow up to uh, to the one you just put out a few months ago? Um, I don't know for sh- I don't know for sure yet uh, specifically when. Um, we are starting to put things together and what we want to do for the next whatever we release. So uh, I'm not going to say that we're we're not going to put anything out this year. I will definitely it'll definitely there'll definitely be some new stuff coming out for sure this year. Cool. But I'd say by summer. I'd say for sure. Yeah. And it's exciting too. Cause Cade, our new guitar player, uh, wasn't involved a whole lot with, uh, the writing of the EP, but the stuff that he's been like throwing around and stuff is like really good. And oh, cool. I'm like super excited yeah. to have him writing with us. 100%. What, what kind of different stuff is nice he bringing to the table? Nice What's that Jordan? Sorry. Out, uh write guitars with now instead of just having to try to figure out everything on your own it's yeah jordan wrote stressful. like all of it he's low-key genius so what kind of new what and kind of works. sounds is the other guy bringing in the new guy look how is he i guess how is he affecting the the sound uh i mean maybe as as the, that's a question for your other guitarist here i mean how does yeah. it what is the kind of benefit of having the second guy there and what is he doing to change sort of the way the songs are structured um, I think I think he's got uh, like Jordan will write a song that we'll be into, and then but there's some cer- certain things that we want to change here and there. I think Cade's kind of the guy that we go to where he'll change things okay. and put the thing you know that we need there. Um, he's also writing whole songs on his own that are just sounding incredible. I think that like they he understands the kind of sound that we're going for, and he just kind of amplifies it and takes it right where we want it to be. Cool. So yeah, yeah. very kind of similar writing style i mean we were both we both played in a band together before like we were in ruins so the connection was there already and we knew how each other worked and wrote Run faster than an attempt to 
And, and what you were saying before about kind of the, uh, the finding the sound that you guys want to have, where do you think you fit in within the local music scene now, now that you're established, now that you have the EP out? Because, you know, Winnipeg definitely has a big metal scene, it has a big punk scene, a hardcore mm-hmm. scene, but there's all kinds of weird little splinter scenes and little groupings of bands and stuff. Like, do you think you found kind of a good spot for the sound that you have within the local scene? Oh, absolutely. Like, our EP release show uh, was insane. Like, it was... We had over, I think, 130 people there, which we I was not expecting that at all. Cool. And to see that for, like, our first headlining EP release show, big premiere kind of thing, like, that was... That blew my expectations. So I'd say we're, we're right where we want to be right now in terms of the local scene, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the EP release went, like way better like it was like overwhelming kind of deal of how many people showed up and it is kind of cool like how our band can operate like we can play shows with the metal kids and we can play shows with hardcore kids and we can kind mm-hmm. of float around with different scenes and kind of everybody for the most we played part with Black Mission it, it's like the what? tech death we played with like tech death bands too which is crazy oh yeah yeah we played <laughs> with uh oh god what's that band called uh, Black Crown Initiative. Yeah, Black Crown Initiative, which was like an Inferior or Inferno or whatever that band is, was there too. Mm-hmm. And like, Warford. it didn't feel like awkward, which cool. is always good. <laughs> Do you like having that kind of nebulous sort of uh, sound where you can fit into all these different categories? Like, you, you know, you could play a hardcore show, no problem. You could play a, like, a death metal show, no problem. Is that sort of. Are you sort of going for that with a sound that, that isn't easy to pin down? Absolutely. I'd like to play as many shows as we can, right? So if we can get in uh, just, you know, with all these different types of sounds, like 100%, absolutely. Okay. It's nice to play for a different a different style of crowd each time. It's yeah. neat. And do you get a good reaction from those different type of crowds? Like, I mean, are the punk kids into you as much as the metal kids kind of thing? Or Oh, 100%. Like, we played uh, Scam Jam, actually. Okay. That was our most recent show we played, which was like... Uh, it's like a skate punk fest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they yeah. do it on Saturday. They have like yeah. a long half pipe inside the venue. People were like skating while we were playing. And because uh, I, th- I feel like we were the only like heavy, like hardcore band there. A lot of the bands, like there were heavy, heavy bands, but they were mostly like punk and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it was, it was kind of cool to see everyone just still going hard, moshing and having a good time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. Where did you uh, get the video made, or well, when did you make that video? Because that that is like uh, you know a lot of a lot of local bands make videos, but uh, yours is very high production and it uh, it looks super pro. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, this, is, you, this yeah. is super cool. Yeah, how did you uh, how did you put that together? Uh, Jordan, no, Jordan introduced us uh, to this guy named Eric Peters. He's the fucking man. He's the goat. <laughs> Where anyone needs video work done, get you know, hundred percent go for him. Uh, yeah, we uh, Jordan got us together with, together with him, and uh, we shot both our music videos, uh, No Clarity and Detox, with him. So right, yeah, I was, was thinking about the awesome Detox one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detox was actually super cool because after we filmed uh, No Clarity, like we knew that we were gonna get Eric to do the next one, and we presented him with the song and kind of what what it was about and stuff, and he came up with like the storyline and everything for it, and like. He had this idea, and we kind of just let him fly with it. Okay. And, like, I don't know. I guess, like, as a creative person, I guess sometimes there can be, like, a struggle with, like, having kind of, like, outer forces and, like, 
other people's artistic interpretations. Sure. So I don't know about the other guys, but I was kind of like a little bit scared for a bit of like, oh, I hope this works. And then whatever, kind of just like relinquish control to him. And then he like absolutely hit it out of the park with it. And I was so happy with how it turned out. Cool. How much involvement did you guys have in terms of like just the, the idea and the concept of the video and stuff? Was that all him or did you sort of, uh, you know, give suggestions or, or ideas of how you wanted it to be portrayed? Oh, yeah, we had a big group. Sorry, what? Well, I, I was going to say it was probably like 90% like him and we kind of oh, interject yeah. with like little things or okay. whatever, but mm-hmm. we would get together and discuss ideas and like, he'd be like, okay, I got something. I'm going to, I'm going to come back to you with it and come back to with, come back to it with us right away. And it was just exactly what we, what we wanted, like envisioned, like he captured our vision like perfectly for it. Cool. Cool. How, how, mm-hmm. how much help has that video been in terms of just getting the word out about your band because i mean something like that that is you know obviously professionally shot and everything like that uh mm-hmm. in today's kind of way music is consumed that's got to be a, a good sort of inter- tool to introduce yourselves right to, to larger absolutely audiences. yeah uh, it helps it helps when yeah you have a good quality video and good quality like marketing and social media s- stuff for your band 100%. yeah how have you guys uh sort of felt about that side of things because i know a lot of bands that i've talked to they they can kind of nail the creative part and the songwriting, recording, performing, all that. But then when it comes to that whole aspect of kind of marketing yourself, selling yourself, they, they sort of fall short and, and they just either don't want to do it or don't even know how to do it. Like how, how have you guys sort of dealt with that extra side of things that you have to do now as a band that you didn't necessarily have to do, you know, even five years ago? Right, right. Um, before I was in the band, I was part of this uh, online promotional company called Chugcore. Okay. Uh, where we would we basically promote uh, unsigned bands like we had a, a we had like a band camp and a YouTube channel and bands would hit us up and if we dug their stuff we would basically plug it all over our social media on oh, our cool. YouTube channel put it on Spotify for them and stuff uh, I'd help out running like the online store and like all that stuff so I think that kind of kind of gave me the experience and the tools I needed to know how to market a band I guess you could say yeah so I've kind of just been rolling off that cool cool. Because, yeah, it seems like you guys are, for, for, for a relatively new band, too, you seem to be doing a good job of uh, of that, that side of things. Because, I mean, I, I you know, before I had heard you, I definitely noticed the name, probably partly because it's Murder Capital. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, like, I mean, it, it was out there uh, online and social media and stuff. So, yeah, you're, you're doing something right for sure there. Thank you, thank you.
So if people are uh, hearing about you for the first time on this show and they want to find out more information about, you know, where you're playing next, where to hear your music, what's sort of the best option to follow you to find out more information? Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I run the Twitter account. It's, uh, I feel like I do a kind of okay job. <laughs> running a lot of it's just shit posting, but <laughs> that's the best thing about Twitter, though. Exactly, I feel like it helps. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I would say search Murder Capital on there. Uh, you can find our music videos uh, on a YouTube channel called Slam Worldwide. Okay. Uh, so you just YouTube Murder Capital Slam Worldwide. You you can find uh, the No Clarity music video, the video we did for our single uh, Detox, and then uh, our full EP stream. Uh, we have a little video done that has the whole EP that plays through. Okay, cool. Uh, on cool. The- I've just out of curiosity, have you had any backlash about the band name? Like, has anyone complained about you sort of, you know, mocking the whole uh, Winnipeg's shitty reputation? Surprisingly, as- not. No, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about the other guys, but I've never, I haven't gotten slack yet. Surprisingly, <laughs> I was expecting like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, a watching, bit, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But no. what about you guys? <laughs> No, no, but that's good, right? I mean, you're not. No, getting... I mean, even even though there's like there was a clip uh, rolling around on Twitter of Ashton at our EP release saying, "Who wants to be number 42?" Oh, man. Nobody got <laughs> too triggered, which was you know good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a habit of just making really obscene mosh calls, just telling people <laughs> to go fuck themselves, basically on stage. So this is back when Winnipeg had 41 homicides. Yeah. Our EP release show. Uh, during our our intro, it was right before this big heavy drop. I'm just like 41 homicides. Who wants to be number 42? And I heard people laugh, and then I also saw people just get murdered. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I think it worked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, our uh, like our live like our intro music tape is um, like a bunch of different news recordings over the years. Of, yeah. Like, oh, Winnipeg is the murder capital. Blah blah blah. Well, I heard that on the EP, too. In the intro of the EP, you have... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, That was hilarious. Like, I mean, I, my day job is in is in the media. I work in radio. And just hearing that stuff was hilarious. Because, <laughs> you know, I hear it every day. We were watching that 41, 42 thing, like, extremely closely every day, right? And so it's it's, it's mm. kind of funny to hear it in a totally different context. Right, for sure, for yeah. sure. So um, what do you have coming up in the near future as far as shows? Uh, our next show is going to be the Leap Year Extravaganza. Um everyone should come out to it because if you don't, then you have to wait another four years, four or five years before you get to go to a show on the 29th. Yeah. Uh, we're playing with Printport, Plane Shifter and the scenic route. Okay. Uh, they're another local band that kind of disbanded, I think about one or two years ago. So this is kind of like a reunion show for them as well. Oh, cool. So okay. that'll be fun. Where is that show? Uh, it's at the Bulldog. Okay. That's where we usually play. It's a great venue. Love it. I still haven't been there. I've I've heard so many shows. I've wanted to go there. I just haven't had a chance to get down there. But yeah, it looks it looks cool. It looks like a, a oh, it's so nice. It's so nicely renovated, and the sound is just phenomenal. And cool. Yeah. It's great. Is there anything else coming up? You guys are playing Metal Fest, right? Madison Metal Fest for sure. That one I'm so fucking nervous about because that's going to be probably the probably the biggest show we play. Yeah, yeah. So far, so yeah. <laughs> what what day are you guys on? Like, who are you playing with? Uh, we're playing day two. Um, opening it up, right? What's that? Are we opening it up on the side? Yeah, I think we're the, we're the first band on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, who's the headliner? Yeah, who's the headliner that day? Cryptopsy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a big show. Yeah, and then we also we're also playing a show in May uh, with a band called Tama Hills. Uh, I think Dakota knows a few of those guys. 
Yeah, and uh, our well, me and Peyton, our drummer, our previous band, uh, Commencing Human Desperation, uh, we toured with two of the members who recently joined uh, Tamaha Hills. So we get to reunite. Oh, cool. And also the guitar player uh, who just got hired by Tamaha Hills uh, did uh, like the mixing mastering for No Clarity. Oh, cool. Okay. So get to see that guy again. Yeah, that's Chandler awesome. Weinkoff. Good dude. Good dude. Right, right on. And then as far as the EP itself, um, I, obviously people can get it online, presumably at all the streaming sites. I know it's a Bandcamp. Yeah, it's, so I heard it's on it. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, like pretty much everywhere. Yeah, Bandcamp. A um, local Sunrise Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you do have physical copies out there? Oh, yeah. We do have physical copies. Nice. Uh, we we have some at uh, all the Sunrise Record locations Yeah. in the mall. Uh, we also have a bunch that we're selling at our shows as well. And uh, you'll be able to find it online for people that, are, that aren't from Winnipeg or need to order it online. Uh, it'll be up on uh, Chug Core's website pretty soon. Cool. So. Awesome. Yeah, well, that's, that's great. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. I mean, I'm hoping this worked. <laughs> this is, again, the first time that I've done the four-person thing, but it looks <laughs> like it's recording okay. So, you know, I apologize to anyone who hears this and it sounds like shit. <laughs> but um, <laughs> if, uh, if you want to hear more episodes of this show, you can go to witchpolice.com. All 460-whatever episodes are there for free download and streaming. And you can also tune in on Sundays at midnight on 101.5 UMFM. And those are older episodes get kind of a boost a few months after they come out as a podcast. So it's, uh, what, February now? Might not air until, you know, May or June or something. But by that point, you guys could have some new stuff out. You probably have a bunch more shows happening. So the cool mm-hmm. little bonus of that getting aired a few months later is that, you know, people get reminded about the band, about the about the episode. And, uh, yeah, it could hopefully get someone to check you out who maybe missed it the first time. So. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us right on. on. Yeah, thanks for Absolutely. thanks for doing this. Thanks. Thought. And all my fun.